What is up, everybody? I'm Milan Jordan, and welcome back to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DST Media Podcast Network. And be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you make it your podcast. And also check out our YouTube page to follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200 and bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet. You win. You get paid. BetUS.com. All right, it's been a while, but we have lots to get to on the MMA Daily Blitz, so let's just jump right to it. We're coming off an eventful weekend in the world of mixed martial arts that began on Friday when the 2022 PFL playoffs kicked off in New York City with semifinals in the lightweight and light heavyweight divisions. Stevie Ray, not one half of the famed tag team Harlem Heat from WCW days, but a fighter from Scotland, well, he defeated Anthony Pettis for the second straight time, this time by unanimous decision. Ray goes on to advance to the lightweight final and a shot at the $1 million prize. He'll go up against Olivier Aubin Mercier, who won by unanimous decision over Alexander Martinez. On to the light heavyweight semis, Omari Akhmedov defeated Josh Silvera via unanimous decision, and Rob Wilkinson knocked out Delon Monte with a knee strike 97 seconds into the first round. So Akhmedov and also, Wilkinson will meet for the light heavyweight title uh, and the million-dollar prize in that division. The PFL playoffs will continue this weekend over across the pond in Wales in the welterweight division. Rory McDonald of USC fame faces unbeaten Magomed Umalatov in one semi. In the other semi pits, Sabidu C versus Carlos Leal. The heavyweight semifinals are also on tap. You got Ante Delia versus Hanan Ferreira and Denise Goltsoff against Mathis Shevel. The 2022 PFL playoffs, it's this Saturday afternoon. So daytime fighting for us here on, in the States. It's going to be on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. Prelims start at 11 a.m. in the East. Main card, 1 p.m. Eastern time. UFC at ESPN 40 is a card filled with hopeful contenders along with the crowning of two winners of the most recent season of The Ultimate Fighter. Well, going into UFC on ESPN 40, several fights were scratched or even altered in the days, even hours leading up to the event. So you would think it would just be another ho-hum fight card without much fanfare. But as it always seems like it's the case in the UFC, cards with those type of circumstances heading in usually deliver. And this past Saturday was no different. An unexpected surprise night of great fights. Ten fights on the card, ten finishes. That's the first time in eight years that every fight on a UFC card ended with a finish, 100% finish rate. You don't see that too often, that's for sure. All right, in the main event, it was Jamal Hill as he improved to 11-1 and thanks to a fourth-round TKO win over former light heavyweight title challenger Tiago Santos. Hill used unrelenting ground and pound to finish the fight. Uh, Jamal Hill, he's finishing a fight is nothing new. It's in fact, seven of Hill's eight fights in the UFC have ended via knockout or TKO. In the co-main event, it was Jeff Neal with an absolute violent knockout of Vicente Luque in round number three. Neal staggered Luque early and looked sharp throughout the fight. Uh, Jeff Neal landed 121 significant strikes as Vicente Luque gets knocked out for the first time in his long MMA career. 
The Ultimate Fighter Season 30 wrapped up with a pair of fights to decide the season's winners. Juliana Miller with a dominant performance over Brogan Walker to win the Tough 30 women's flyweight season using some brutal ground and pound to finish off Walker in the third round. Uh, Mohamed Usman knocked out Zach Palga early in the second round to be crowned a Tough 30 heavyweight winner. Usman connected with a perfectly placed left jab to put Palga to sleep. And his name sounds a bit familiar. Well, Mohamed Usman is the younger brother of UFC welterweight champ Kamara Usman. And Mohamed's knockout of Paga. I mean, it was like I said, it was a left jab. And looking at it, it didn't look like much. But Usman is a big heavyweight. And that, what didn't seem like much to you and I, really packed a lot of power. And again, just put Paga to sleep and went on to win the fight and the tough crown. Speaking of heavyweights, uh, Sergey Spivak had a second-round TKO win over Augusto Sakai. And Terrence McKinney, he made quick, quick work of Eric Gonzalez, submitting Gonzalez with a standing rear naked choke, rear naked choke at 217 of the first round. And look, if you're going to watch a Terrence McKinney fight, the surest thing in MMA is that a Terrence McKinney fight will be a short one. None of McKinney's 17 pro MMA fights, win or lose, have gone the distance. In fact, 12 of his 13 pro wins have ended in the first round. After the fight, McKinney, he struck while the iron was hot. He called out fan favorite Patty the Batty Pimlet for his next fight, maybe in Madison Square Garden come November. I'll tell you what, if those two hook up inside the octagon, that's going to be one hell of a fight. But Terrence McKinney certainly turning some heads in the UFC, that's for sure. All right, now looking ahead to this weekend, it's going to be a very busy weekend once again, even busier than last weekend as it will start on Friday with Bellator 284 in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. You've got a couple of submission specialists hooking up in the main event. Neiman Gracie fights Goiti Yamauchi. Yamauchi has nine submission wins. That's the most in Bellator history. While Gracie, yes, he is a Gracie, of course, has seven submission finishes, which is tied with A.J. McKee for second most in Bellator history. Uh, Yamauchi is also the only fighter in Bellator history with victories and stoppages in three weight classes, featherweight, lightweight, and welterweight, which is the division this fight with Neiman Gracie will take place in. All right, the co-main event, a couple of heavyweights. Steve Maury puts his perfect 10-0 record on the line against Valentin Moldovsky. And the rest of the main card, well, it shapes like this. Former women's flyweight champ, Lima Lay McFarlane will look to end her two-fight losing streak when she faces Bruna Ellen. Heavyweights Saeed Soma and Gokan Sarakam will square off. And kicking off the main card will be Austin Vanderford. Of course, he's the husband of former UFC fighter and current bare-knuckle fighter Paige Van Zant. He returns to the cage as Austin Vanderford will take on Aaron Jeffrey. Bellator 284 may not have any titles on the line this Friday, but the card certainly has some big names on it, so it's worth checking out on Showtime. We mentioned the PFL, we mentioned Bellator, so I said it is a very busy weekend in MMA, so if that's the case, you know the UFC has another card, and that's the case. UFC Fight Night set for Saturday night in San Diego. It's a really fun main event, to be honest with you. It's a pair of top 10 bantamweights when Dominic Cruz goes against Marlon Vera in the main event. This is a type of fight you usually would see on a pay-per-view card, but you're going to see it on ESPN and ESPN+. Plus. So Cruz, he's, of course, the former WEC and UFC bantamweight champion. He's fighting in his home, adopted hometown of San Diego for the first time since 2009. And he's won two straight since a title fight loss to then-champion Henry Cejudo back in May of 2020. Uh, Cruz has a professional record of 24-3 and with all three of his losses coming in championship fights. 
A win over Marlon Vera would likely vault Diamond Cruz back in the 135-pound title picture. Meanwhile, a win for Marlon Vera would likely put him in the title picture as well. He's won three in a row in four of his last five, which includes handing Sugar Sean O'Malley his only UFC loss. Co-main event, it's a matchup in the featherweight division as Nate Landwehr will take on David Onama. Checking out the rest of the main card, it's Devin Clark against Azama Murzak in a 205-pound division. Nina Nunez, wife of champ champ Amanda Nunez, takes on Cynthia Calvillo in a fight that was originally slated for back on July 9th, but was canceled the day of the bout when Nunez got a stomach virus. So hopefully we'll see Nunez and Calvillo hook up this Saturday night. Two fighters who may not be the biggest names, but have a ton of experience. Uh, Bruno Silva and Gerald Mearshart will meet in the middleweight division. These two men have combined 78 MMA fights between them. 78 MMA fights between these two fighters. That's crazy. but So it should be fun come Saturday night. And then lastly, in the women's strawweight division, two women will make their UFC debuts when undefeated Yasmin Yarugi takes takes on Ismail Lucindo, who has reeled off seven straight wins. All right, that's a look at the fights coming up for this weekend. Let's uh, take a quick look at some news and notes. Conor McGregor, look, you know as a mixed martial artist, a, a boxer, an entrepreneur, a bar fighter, bar fighter. Well, you'll soon know him as an actor as well, because in a movie remake that ironically is well known for its bar fighting. McGregor, he's set to appear in a remake of the classic film Roadhouse, along with Academy Award winner Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, the original, of course, way back in the day, one of my favorite movies. Uh, original starred Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott, Ben Gazzara. Uh, but this is the first time we've heard about a Roadhouse remake in involving an MMA star. Remember about seven years ago, Ronda Rousey was originally slated to play a female version of Patrick Swayze's character. I call him Dalton, but that fell through. So now the Gyllenhaal McGregor version has been greenlit and McGregor will apparently not play himself in the movie, but no word on what his character will be or if his character will approach and beat up an old man sitting at a bar. Another Hollywood slash MMA news, former UFC champ champ and Hall of Famer Daniel Cormier announced he'll start a new TV series based on a 2011 MMA film, Warrior. It's going to be a 10-episode series. It's going to be developed by Paramount+. Plus. All right, a lot of jam-packed, a lot of news to get to on the MMA Daily Blitz, the jam-packed show. Thanks for tuning in. That's going to put a wrap on this episode. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And also be sure to follow me on Twitter as well, at Milan Jordan. This is the MMA Daily Blitz. It's presented by BetUS.com and is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Appreciate you, as always, for checking it out. I will talk to you later. Enjoy the weekend full of fights, everybody. Bye-bye.